we actually got the most beautiful night for this recording. But uh, welcome back to the second episode of the High Rollers here with West and RC. Welcome in, man. Now this... what, what hurricane is this again? Nicole? Yeah. Or something like that. But... Yeah, it's the very last remnants yeah. of the tropical yes. storm. You can feel Florida and and the humidity and oh, the humid. weather. It's like it's all like around 65, 70 degrees all day. And we're two weeks off of Thanksgiving. <laughs> so yeah. It's gonna drop tomorrow, but regardless. Um we have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. A lot news wise. We got a loaded episode. Yeah, like, let's just recap. Like, we're going to go over little things, like, with stuff happening in Europe. You know, just the Wicker Man stuff. Apocalypse Drop Tower, unfortunately, closing forever. And uh, also, Nemesis getting its retract, but they had a cool little event for it. Let's go. So, Pipeline going vertical. Uh, Grizzly speculations. Home park. Um, well, we are, they kind of tease what happened. Um, there's been a little more confirmation, thank you to KD fans. Uh, we're gonna end with that one. But Zamperla, new, they're doing a, they're retrofitting a launch coach that used to be an Intamin launch. Uh, and that goes along with the rumors of are they working on Top Thrill Dragster? Uh, that would be wild. That would be freaking wild. And then, lastly, the last thing I caught for this week is. Kanonen used to be at Liseberg. Uh, was it's going to be at Lost Island, that uh, new park in Waterloo, Idaho, I think. Uh, unfortunately, was not able to open for the 2022 season this year, but they recently showed a video. I guess we'll start the news with this because it's so small. But recently showed video that it is going to be running. You're like, talking about the launch coaster at Lost yeah. Island, right? Okay. Yeah. They, they showed it testing the dummies. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it's small enough, but... <clears throat> Is that, a, is that an intimate LSM? Yeah. Okay, that's, it, what, I, that's what I thought. From Lisaberg. Uh, that's what I thought. And yeah, they were struggling. I think a lot of parks were struggling with exports this year, getting things in and out, or, or just shipping just from right. Europe. And right. a lot of the great manufacturers are in Europe, so <laughs> it is what it Harder is. Harder to get parts. Yeah. So that's why with Codaland, they're having issues with that, you know, uh, with they're getting yeah. their Gerslauer. That's what I heard. I mean, they said that they were going to get that open this year, and that just didn't happen because they couldn't get everything shipped. So, Luckily, it looks like everything is there now. Hope they can get that started. But what did you want to start with? Because before we even get really started on well, news, we, we, you also I mean, went to yeah. El Stumble 2 in San Antonio with the Buzz Bars Coaster yes. Club. That was an amazing trip. Uh, for El Stumble 2, we did SeaWorld San Antonio, Six Flags Fiesta Texas, Kema Boardwalk, oh, and ZDTs. Man. So... Yeah, yeah, he definitely had, a, I would say, a pretty pretty solid trip. I'd say we go Like, you hit a lot. Yeah. Let's start with the news, though. Okay, yeah, well, Let's start, start with, with the, the news. news. So, what did you want to start with out of what I named? Did you want to go over Europe? Honestly, I, I want to talk Grizzly. Gr okay. Let's talk Grizzly. Let's talk Home Park. Let's talk Grizzly for a little bit. So, did I have that bookmarked here? Yeah, I did. So, Grizzly 
you know, at, we, is, we we had our speculations because you saw the tra- – I mean, this was maybe, what, three weeks ago that we started seeing the track work yeah. taking place, like, in person because we went and did haunt and stuff. Everything after the drop is just essentially getting ripped off. Um, right. You don't see anything but the supports. Uh, and obviously there was – Everyone knew for a fact, because we talked to a few employees that worked there. They're always getting retracked. But then things changed a little bit. It seems like significant track work yeah. compared to just standard retrack. Mm-hmm. Especially with the little teaser they had with Restore the Roar. Right. And, and, that. and that's where I want to touch is, you know, they did the teaser with Restore the Roar. But then the blog post that they posted, honestly, it was a total letdown in my opinion. Because <laughs> there was... An announcement for an announcement. Right. It All yeah. it did was, you know, set up for a further announcement, which, I mean, I just, I truly was not satisfied with that post that came out because, yep. you know, I guess for someone in the general public who isn't, you know, up to date on community news, you know, that confirmed that nothing's happening to it and it's just getting work done. But for me, I, I guess I just wanted a little bit more. Because, you know, I already knew that they're working on it, but... They made a whole thing, Restore the Roar. Like, it was even the smallest, we all knew it wasn't going to happen. But the smallest speculation, what about RMC? Why not? <laughs> right. Just maybe. Because, like... People talking. But, but like, no. Like, we, we both knew Twisted is right there. That wouldn't make any sense. My expectation with the article would be that they gave more detail as to what was yeah. happening. Like, yeah. Like, at least tell us, hey, just like with Racer and just like with Beast... Gravity Group is working on this. That's you know? my expectation, um, is that it's going to be Gravity and Group. And what KD but... fans seem to have tweeted and uh, about we've this, quote, we've, uh, we have seen evidence all but confirming that the Grizzly renovation project currently ongoing at Kings Dominion is currently uh, being completed by the Gravity Group. Given all the praise of the recent work on the Beast, Kings Island received, we consider this a very positive development. End quote. Well, and that's the thing. I mean... Gravity Group already worked on Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't they also do a little bit of Razor 75? I, I, I want to say it was great. Yes. I want to I agree with you and say yes. And on top of that, they did Beast and they did Racer. So, I mean, I guess, you know, the main two that were floated around was Gravity Group as well as GCI. Yeah. I mean, those are the main two that do retracks. It really wouldn't make sense for it to be gci grizzly has been worked on by gravity group before why would they switch it up and go with gci now you know yeah they know the track um they worked with cedar fair a good bit you know exactly if when cedar fair likes a company they'll stick with them they are definitely uh and the reason that people were saying gci is because of zambezi zinger at at worlds of fun but i I mean i think they like them for their full-on Right. It, it, it seems like they're going with a full circuit ride yeah. in that situation. I mean, I don't really foresee that that is enough evidence, you know, to say, hey, that would mean GCI is going to work on Grizzly because Grizzly's already been worked on by Gravity Group mm-hmm. and Gravity Group has been retracking a ton of stuff in the Cedar Fair chain. Now, so, I would love to see that little, because I, I want to hear about Switchback, but that little shuttle coaster that they were potentially making in dorney park yeah i wonder if that is on the back burner because that was a gravity group coaster um and considering they're doing all this work now maybe because dorney needs something man like any even something like that would be a great fit for the park like i mean they all they have is thunderhawk there along with and they don't have a yeah they have a like a miler or something is their woodstock so yeah they need a wooden coaster 
even if they were to down the road go with you know a gci like zambezi zinger or something that'd be cool but after riding switchback this past week i would definitely rather see a gravity group so i mean gravity group just seems to know what it just seemed to know, man. Like they Gravity Group hits, man. They probably are well, like one of the best I mean obviously we know, but consistently make hits. Like every every yes. ride, from the smallest to the biggest. Like from Oscar's wacky taxi all the way to Voyage. <laughs> like you have like it's a it's a manufacturer you can rely on in my opinion. A lot like RMC. Like you you know when Oh, I'm getting on Twisted Cyclone. Okay, it's still a top 30, top 50 yeah, ride gravity and a group. lot of people's top 100s. So unless, you know, you're one of those people that can't ride Woody's because mm-hmm. they beat you up, which I, I understand, but if you're not, Gravity Group has proved itself. Gravity Group mm-hmm. and RMC are both two that have proved themselves. I would say they have one of the most solid track records in, coasters, in the coaster industry right now. Like, with what they add. Even overseas. Thinking about uh, some of the stuff there. Wow. Right. But, no, I, I mean, Gravity Group is who I want to see working on Grizzly. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm happy to hear that that's what's being rumored. Especially if they end up making some more elements pop or just smoothing out. Like, just making the ride experience even more enjoyable for more years, you know. I We're on the minority. We It's our guilty pleasure, that ride. <laughs> like... There's never going to be a line most of the time on a dead yeah. day. Like, at night, it's literally a mini beast. I'm a huge fan of Grizzly. I, I saw them talking about, I think it was it was Sloan and some other people in the Buzz Bars chat the other day were saying that, you know, Grizzly in the back row was too rough, but hey, that's my go-to row. No. You know, I'm, we'll always, see, I'm always on there. Back row, we'll see can, it can mess you up. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it, can, it can fuck it's you up. It's definitely jolty. It's definitely, you know, not the smoothest, mm-hmm. but... Uh, sometimes it's worth, like, at night, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. It's so good. <laughs> uh, but, that's, that's basically it for Grizzly. Here. So what next here? Overseas. Overseas, Overseas. so. Our Europe, I don't know if we have any Europe listeners now, but we were going to cover everything. We tried to, because the industry is just cool. <laughs> yes. It's our hobby, so we're going to nerd out about it. And hopefully soon we're going to be making trips there. Hopefully. Hopefully. Like, beautiful countries and coasters, you, you got it. Like, and theming and guest service. Uh, you won me over already. But regardless, the UK is going through some strife in the sense that, well, Nemesis, we'll get that out of the way. Just because it's not, it's coming back at least. But yes. for now, it's getting closed down. Nemesis, as we know it. He's getting a full retrack, which is a good thing, in my opinion. How many how many years has it operated? Like twenty eight or something like that. Cl- close. Some, it's, it's a high number, so I mean. Open in ninety three, ninety four, right? Something like that. Yeah. It was one yeah. of the first. Maybe B&Ms. it's over thirty years operating then. Um, I'm not too sure, but it's it's seen a lot of riders over the years. Oh yeah. So. And the fact it's even still smooth like i don't hear people really talking about it being like rough rough but it's to the point where they feel that it isn't time for a good retrack uh spending the time and i don't know how long is it going to be closed for all of 2023 is it only going to be closed i would i would 
Mm. I would probably assume that because of where it is. Yeah. I mean, they did Hulk in a year, right? Yeah. Hulk was down for probably around a year. And that's what I was going to bring up. This is a really good thing because Hulk is better than ever after the retrack. I I couldn't say I remember my rides in 2015 because I wasn't even a coaster enthusiast, but... I mean, my rides this year on Hulk have been incredible. So top tier B and M, one hundred percent. That and Kumba are just my two favorites in Florida. My two favorite B and Ms. Sorry, Mako. Sorry. <laughs> I, honestly, whenever people say Mako, Montu, uh, Hulk, or what, what did we just say? Sorry, we're we're getting a little buzzy now. <laughs> we got what? Kumba? But anyway, yeah, and Kumba. Yeah. Whenever you say the top four there, when you switch them around, I can take any answer yeah because like those are phenomenal rides i i can attest to mako because i just hear it manta as well i mean if you like your flyers you like the forces i think that might be yeah i'm really looking forward to manta like manta and make no obviously not mako yeah well and then you have kraken but that doesn't really compete for top spot top b&m in the state you know then icebreaker you know i gotta look forward to that <laughs> uh where it was supposed to be family throw and now it's just adult a comfort call Ice, icebreaker is interesting dude the launch coasters sees added this year is interesting but we've definitely tangented off of europe um <laughs> so back to europe they yeah they i like that they add a whole whole event for this they had uh they had a whole announcement say get your last rides for this but they, you know, the whole theme of Nemesis, it's a, it's a creature that they're trying to contain in this area and right. all that. And they had the whole team. I don't know if that was the team based on the theme, but the fa- the team Phalanx to uh, basically uh, go around the park in these hazmat suits or in the Nemesis area containing Nemesis for now. And it's going to be com- bringing it back. Uh, almost having like the, uh, a little bit of... Like re- residual feels from Haunt, I like, like Halloween events. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool to really send off uh, Nemesis when we know it. Um, I think that's that speaks to Europa, right? It's oh, this, this is <laughs> Salt and Towers. <laughs> We're just finishing the first joint here, so uh, <laughs> yeah. So we need to we need to stay with just ourselves right now. So, uh, <laughs> but Alton Towers, yes. Um, and it definitely speaks to Alton Towers as a park, you know, to give their coaster a send off like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Why I this, this UK and Europe, like I think like stuff they do like that is just so special. Like they really celebrate and really appreciate their parks. Uh, I am excited to go to Europe, but great send off to Nemesis yeah. for Alton Towers, not Europa Park. Uh, but moving on down, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure of the geography of UK, but moving elsewhere in the UK, uh, to Drayton Manor, where unfortunately the Saturdays, one of the most unique drop towers in the world is closing forever. You know, what's the manufacturer of that one? It was Intamin. I'm Intamin? pretty sure. Okay. It was the only standup. So they had regular setting. Uh, it, it was very similar to like the drop towers that they first made at like... I want to say, I want to say they're very similar to like the Six Flags America drop tower. 
something like that. Yeah, I, I believe Kings Island has one that model as well. I think I, I think Kings Island CGA. Yeah, it's a little similar to like Kings Dominions, but I know it was one of the first gen like towers and like seating they had where it wasn't the full ring. Okay. Um, I got. But it. on two of those on the tower going up on the you were standing. Well, it was like a bicycle seat when that's, you went down. That's awesome. Uh, so, unfortunately, after I think when it opened in 1999 or 2000, something around there, it's had 22 years. That's and, a good service. Yeah, Drain Manor. It's one of the tallest rides in UK. Unfortunately, it's closed and had its last riders. Uh, I want to say October 30th, 31st, somewhere around there. Probably uh, 30th, Sunday. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, there was for both of those events. Yeah, it was back to back. Like they did the shot, or they did Apocalypse, and then the next day, a lot of enthusiasts Nemesis. went over to did Nemesis. Right. Uh, but it was a sad day because they said they were getting the last few minutes on. Great pictures. Really heartwarming to see all the enthusiasts getting together for that in the UK. And hopefully, you guys get something even bigger and better. Just yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a coaster, but so another coaster you guys can hold. Uh, just adhere to your coaster culture in the UK. You know. Because uh, I, I, I I don't know if there's really – it's kind of similar to I would say, something like Top Thrill. Like we lost that as we, we – don't, we, don't, we don't know if we're going to ride it the same way ever again. Likely not. So, Likely not. Who knows what's going to happen. But I'm trying to think of another example that's actually gone, gone. <laughs> like a really good ride that's gone, gone. Um, Hopefully that's not Toro, but it's not looking like it. So you know stuff like Dueling Dragons. Ugh. You know I love Dueling Dragons. I was fortunate enough to ride it before they stopped dueling it too. Yeah, I, I'd say it's it's almost like just losing something polarizing. You know yeah. that's something that's very unique, mm -hmm. and it's been it's seen a lot of guests. Yeah, you know, and Dueling Dragons definitely has seen a lot. It's operated. So, you know, for them to lose Apocalypse yeah. and also lose Nemesis for, you know, a year to get it retracked, you know, those are two big things. And then there was some scary news, thinking that for ending the year, also at Alton Towers, the Booker Man was not going to be open for the last few, uh, I think for the Fireworks Spectacular is what they have there. Because they had a weird, uh, like, malfunction with the Wicker Man getting stuck on the lift for at least two to three days. I think it was just two days, but it could have been three. Uh, that's why the speculation was like, is the chain messed up? Are they going to have to order something new? Is it going to be just done for the rest of the season? Shoutouts to Alton Towers. And this is why I was saying, like, I just really appreciate the Europeans, uh, how they treat their parks there, for really putting in the effort. And getting it, not only working to get it down for the special event that they have there, but also getting it working the right next day, fixing whatever they needed to do. So, <clears throat> a lot of parks, so I'm just saying in our area, would have just yeah. said, it's done for the season. It's, you know? it's rare to see parks do that. You yeah. know, think like just Six Flags America, for example. Ugh. Superman done for the season. Oh, we're going to get to that. <laughs> Six Flags America. Mm. Great Woody. That's it. If they made a... Mm, okay, we're, we're skipping ahead. So, that's basically UK... Oh, actually, last thing for Europe. Uh, it's a... Listenberg. You guys have heard, right? Adding the first free spin 40 axis coaster. <laughs> even, 
Yeah, you haven't heard of that country? Maybe you have. It's coming there. Because they're building a theme park now. That country has been building up in the past year. <laughs> and none of this is happening because it's a meme. But yeah, if you kept up with the Listenberg meme, uh, I like that you were pre and Coaster Club had to use that to go along with the meme. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I like it right before I appa. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. <laughs> so if you're not paying attention, maybe some people, especially if you didn't pay attention to the Listenberg meme, uh, they got just thrown into that whole yeah. rabbit hole. So, uh, But now that's the end of the Europe. Europe coverage over there. But I say going jumping in North America again. Let's talk about Wildcat. Let's talk about Wildcat. That is just great news. Honestly. You know, two and a half hours away from another RMC. Mm-hmm. What, I, I can't say I'm disappointed to hear that. I also love the Pennsylvania coasters. Uh, just like Phantom being changed, right? Was a revenge, and now Wildcat is that's, also a revenge. Yeah, that's interesting. On opposite sides of Pennsylvania, very cool. I I still I wanted the name to be Twisted Twizzlers, honestly. <laughs> okay, maybe for like a joke, and maybe I would have gotten used to it because it could probably still work. You could probably call it that still. It's Red Track, you know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Uh, but I don't know if you want to look at the POV or not to get your final opinion here of this. I have seen some of the some of the elements. It I like it. I it's um it's Joe Draves, right? Yeah. Okay. I think everything from Gwazi and onward has been Joe. Okay. Yeah, so we're outside here in the in the Zebo. So you might hear a car or two go by, but it is what it is. Uh, Wildcat's Revenge, an RMC coming to Hershey Park. It looks interesting, right? Because it's truss style, 140 feet tall. Four inversions, so tied with all the with Untamed and then Steel Vengeance and I forget the other one in North, in North America that has the most inversions. Outlaw run, maybe? I don't know. Uh, and 400 more feet of track to go alongside. Uh, it has the longest step of underflip, which J- the Joker has one in Six Flags Discovery Kingdom. And I think Zadra has one when it goes into the uh, the structure at the end. But yeah, this is RC. <laughs> RC is uh, witnessing the, the POV right now. That looks amazing, honestly. Now... We like RMC here. That looks very unique. We we can feel the differences in a lot of the different airtime hills and forces and different roles they throw at us. I can see I can I can see the critiques, right? I can't you know that but, rendering of Wildcat's Revenge really makes it look unique compared to, to what I've written. I so think far. Joe Draves is definitely bringing a new taste to RMC. When you look from Gwazi and onward. Right. Uh, even the profiling of yeah. some of the elements, uh, the pacing of some of the elements. Yeah. I think a lot of them so far have been very, uh, very, or excuse me, positive G heavy, which is generally not what you got in a, in a lot of RMCs before. You know, you, you were, they were negative G heavy, and they weren't just negative Gs, but 
that was what they were mostly known for. Now they're trying to diversify their palette, you know. I think they really they hear you Thuzies. Yeah, to see the portfolio be diversified like that. I'm super excited for Wildcats Revenge. Yeah, I'm curious how the black and the red will look. Right. Um cuz we've never seen uh like that trust style go like have a different color normally they just cuz the Gwazi it's just regular looks like tannish. Yeah, but I think it's wooden, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're going to see how that's going to have to look. I don't know if it's going to look tacky or cheesy. I don't know if it's going to be one of the coolest schemes I've ever seen. I'm going to ask every company to just do this. We don't know. Because I'm wondering how the wood is going to mesh with it, right? Because all the beams are black, but the wood is still, you know, it's still wood. It's unpainted. It's going to be that brown. I wonder how that's going to mesh. They're doing three trains. Did you know that? Yes. And there, so, you saw there's uh, no med course. Did you know what they're doing for that, though? No. Unload and load station. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I do remember hearing What are your that. thoughts? Um, Considering this is at Hershey Park, and uh, they're not known for the best operations. Yeah. You know, consistently stacking cannabis. horribly. You know, like, the, your capacity machine, but three-minute, tr- three five-minute dispatches sometimes. And it's... The line would be cut in half because of that, you know, a lot of the times. There's less capacity on an RMC than a BNM Hyper. So, I just got to wonder, you know. I, I heard they're doing potentially different lockers, too. They're doing the Velocicoaster yeah. lockers. Yeah, that's a good sign. Which I'm very happy to hear. Because I've heard those are clearly the superior lockers in the industry. Yes, and they have those at Dr. Diabolicals as well, which I'll touch on. What else do I could say about Wildcat's Revenge, really? So, um... I guess I'll say I didn't hate Wildcat. I definitely thought it was boring. I don't think I didn't think it was the world's roughest roller coaster. To be honest, I thought it was pretty damn rough. Uh, yeah, you know my wood tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was rough, but okay, how did you think that was rough? But not Grizzly. How can I, bear I Grizzly? definitely think that Wildcat is rougher than Grizzly. <sighs> See, my one of my last rides on Grizzly. This year, I it was the first time I've legit gotten, like, a rattle ache, like, in my head. And, like, my spine did not feel okay. That was, like, one of the first times I ever felt like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is not... Wow. I'm not liking this. So. Wildcats Revenge. Now, it's going to be... We're RMC fans, so... Super excited for a unique Joe Draves creation. I'm just excited to see what Joe can bring exactly. Like, um, I'm going to be heading Gwazi before the end of the year. So that's that's up there with Steve. Some people have it better than Steve. But moving on to a company that might... That's been under the radar. Us enthusiasts like to uh, really push them aside. Pretty quickly. I mean... I don't blame them because most of the rides they add, they're family thrill, kitty coasters. We also know them for their Valairs, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but they've gone past that. It's been years. And a lot of companies have. Well, like Just like how Vacoma has gone long past the boomerangs and SLCs. Right. And we're seeing that in the sense that Zamperla has taken it 
to themselves to go ahead and retrofit what used to be an Intamin launch coaster. Uh, it's going to be moved to the P&E Fair in Vancouver. And that'll be fastest launch coaster in Canada. Yeah. It'll be the fastest one in Canada. <laughs> All right, sorry about the sorry about the siren. Stay right outside. That honestly sounded. I don't even know. I don't even. I can't just decipher sirens all the time. There's a firehouse nearby. Yeah. So I'm reading this here. Yeah, Vancouver for immediate release. Launch coaster facts. Well, definitely a family addition, right. it seems like. But still the fastest launch coaster in, uh... Yeah, it's looking to be... I want to see exactly how fast it is, though. But that brings the question on... Are they working on Top Thrill Drag? Yeah. Uh, the elephant in the room, if anyone has been following the Top Thrill updates. Um, rumors? If this is the first time you've heard this rumors have been going around that for a while intimate has not been working on it but then something came out that oh no they're definitely sending uh you know on the shipping containers and stuff when they were sending the track they're definitely sending these pieces to i think it's places in i want to say sweden where they work at where there a lot of their uh their companies are yeah little did that person know just an hour closer from that port is Zamperla's factory. <laughs> Which this information is, uh, thank you to El Toro Ryan. Yes. For giving this little tidbit. Uh, and man, he, he, he said that, you know, he also used the information that potentially uh, Playland could be working on this also. Why not? It's a big jump, in my opinion, to work on a family LSM launch, and then now you're working on one of the most renowned launch coasters. Problematic launch coasters. And problematic. Yeah. Just notorious coaster for its many reasons. The work on Top Thrill Dragster. Zemperla, if they actually are working on that, man. Man. All I can say is I am so excited for IAPA. <laughs> I wish I could be there so in person. For real, man. Like, and the thing is, if you really think about their portfolio, like what rides they offer, they they offer pretty massive and big launching rides, like those big double loops, right? Or those boomerangs. Now we scoff at them, right? Because no one's added them, and we haven't rode them yet. But right. those could be awesome. We just don't know. I mean, some of them are hypersized. Some of them are close to giga size, from what I remember in some of the renderings. Right. It's like, who knows? This is, every company needs that moment to prove themselves. Oh, my. <laughs> and the storm is proving itself right now. This is probably going to be Zamperla's moment to... Make it or break it. If, Maybe, if, you know. If this is all true. <laughs> now, this is coming from the he said, she said game of we have. And no one's even confirming this. Right. All rumors. But, man. What if? 
And then, like, just what if Zamperla becomes one of the one of the top five or top top dogs in the, to com- like in the in the industry? Years down the road or something, though. I mean, That'd I would say that's one heavy foot in the door. It's like it's that's closing, true. and then you're literally stamping. Oh, you're waiting for me. We're working on top thrill. A successful top thrill. Because they can make a swing. They they have it in their portfolio. And Adam Sandy, uh, really. Going around, gassing up this this IAPA man like no other Zamperla IAPA before. Right. You know what's in the box. You know, I just it's just weird to say I'm excited for Zamperla for once. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to see what hey, Zamperla can do. I want that box to get opened up. Let's hope we don't get Kings Dominion just blue balled, like oh, announcement for announcement or something else that isn't that exciting, but. We'll see. I'm excited. And another another manufacturer teasing ahead of IAPA, RMC. And they're saying that they're just going to continue to push the boundaries and push the envelope. So I'm excited to see what's in their box as well. You know what? I have an idea. Let's... Predictions for IAPA. IAPA predictions. Okay. Let's do a top three predictions. We finish off this one. This joint here. Because I I have some predictions, man. I honestly have some predictions. Now, you can be from anything from coasters, dark rides, IP announcements. But obviously, we're we're a coaster cast. So, we're probably going to... At least in my mind, I have... Quite a few things, potentially. What are you thinking? One? This is a safe bet. They could potentially tease BGW's RMC. Oh, man. That could be a a good place for them. Oh, man, yeah. Wow. Um, The Drakenspire replacement, right? At the same time, it could step on the shoes of Dark Coaster. They already announced Star Coaster, though. Yeah, but... So, like... You haven't even opened it yet, well, well, so you he, gotta get people on it. Here's the thing. Are they gonna, you know, tease the model? Or are they gonna straight up tease or, you know, hint at Bush? You know? I feel like Bush maybe would have said something. I, don't, I can't foresee Bush doing an announcement. I don't know. And and I don't think it's because it would overshadow Dark Coaster because, like, they already made that announcement. I just, like, I think it's too soon. Yeah. I think it's too soon. Yeah. Because, like, who knows? Because that's another thing. Another bet. That might go alongside this one. We could see the first T-Rex. Well, that's the thing. I, I think... My prediction is is that what RMC is going to do is they're going to talk about models more than, you know, yeah. announcing another project. I think they're going to say, like, you know, maybe the T-Rex model is ready. Maybe that's what they're bringing out of their box. So I was because, like, when I say when I mean it's we're going to see the first T-Rex, I mean, like. Literally, the first prototype, like. Maybe even have like. The trains of it there, you know, like that this is it. Awesome. This is the prototype. Yeah, on the on the track as well to show how big and 
phrasing here, but how big and thick it is. <laughs> Dude, that that really that could be what's in the box, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if they even just show new trains in general, like newer trains, I would not be mad at that either. Because that is one complaint I have about RMC trains is the restraints are not great. Yeah. At least for my legs, like they you can feel cramped in it. I almost feel like it's almost a little too like restrictive the raptor restraints as well <sighs> are are just as bad yeah. you know uh, maybe that would be a cool announcement too but my third one i don't have a third one yet but those are my two for now i don't know if you thought of anything just, just Zamperla and arms i mean those are the two that have been teasing the most yeah. so it makes sense but what was the one about wasn't it Premier Rides is doing something with like quote unquote a legacy manufacturer, right? That's that's, a, that's another one you know, that's that's big. A perfect one, a perfect place to look at this would be to uh, just go on IAPA's Twitter because they've been posting all of the all of the panels here. I'm not. I don't think the schedule is out yet, to be honest. So we're gonna have to wait a few more days. We're too excited because we're really close. We, we covered Mutsunagi. That's happened at Lost Island. I wouldn't mind now that that's open, potentially just going there if it's in the way for a trip next year. Lost Island's hard to get to. I, I yeah. think I was talking about this with a Buzz Bars member, and they were saying you'd have to include it on like a, a trip where you go get, um, what's it, Adventureland? And like Silverwood or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. But it's 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 off the beaten path. <clears throat> yeah, but I hope Lost Island can you know. I hope any park can really make a footstep and a footprint in this community and begin making their strides because we need competition, but we also more parks, more fun, you know, more more options, man, more ways to. Like, I mean, more credits, too, you know. More unique rides. It's just... I'm not going to ride the SOC. Because I, I think it has over-the-shoulder restraints. Like, the... the, I don't think they have vests yet, so... <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I don't know the last time I've ridden an SLC. I think it was last summer I rode T3. Like, see, that's I why... Haven't, I haven't been blessed with riding an SLC in, like, 14 months. That's why I think it's going to be hard for me to get actually hit milestones because i kind of go out of my way to skip like redundant clones like slc's boomerangs like you know, and those are everywhere you know, you know who's the same that doesn't doesn't that skips clones Who? anthony schwartz anthony schwartz i i think sloan was saying he skipped goliath at fiesta texas the batman clone Okay, like but he that's... Went, he went as far as to skipping a Batman clone. Yeah. And the Boomerang. And but I want to hear what you think of that Batman clone, because everyone was saying it was running on fire. At least from what I've been hearing. It's a Batman clone. Really? You know, I, I mean, my favorite Batman clone that I've been on is Great Adventure. Great Adventure's Batman clone. That's the one I've found to be most forceful. Interesting. 
over Fiesta Texas or SeaWorld San Antonio. I think those are the three I have. Yeah, I heard Batman from a, a few people, at least in Buzz Bars, were... It was cooking. Like, it, like they were just lapping that thing. And they said they never thought they would want to lap a Batman clone. I'd, I'd never think that I'd want to lap a Batman clone. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's great. I mean... Strokes for I, different folks, right? Yeah. Like what? Like, I guess... That's what we'll segue into. Uh, but before we even do that, we'll segue into the L stumble too, where we'll RC. Oh uh, yeah, Shit. we because we really pipeline going vertical. That was that was the last thing, and yeah, it's rising. Uh, Cedar Point. Yeah, the Wild Cedar Mouse. Point, Wild Mouse construction's really coming along too. Uh, but those are plug and play, so I'm assuming that's gonna be done by the end of the month. Before it gets too cold. Right. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. Focus all on top throw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it's opening for the 23rd season, or in 2023, we still don't know yet. They're still saying 18 coasters, though. Right. But nah. But where where were we at before we got to Goliath? And we were talking about clones. We yeah. were talking about Lost. Yeah, Island. so... Yeah, so we just read, we just rambling, you know. Yeah, but like I, like I said, if someone told me, oh, I'm I'm gonna skip all of Coma SLCs, all of Coma Boomerangs, I just like I'll ride the ones with vests because it's a different experience. And maybe if I like Doesn't those, does T three have vests though? Because I'm pretty sure that's the last one I did, and I, I'm pretty sure if that has that. vests and it's that rough, bro, then like I don't remember it being that bad. It wasn't as bad as Firebird, to say the least. Because Firebirds sucked. Firebird's not even a... I know, but it was worse <laughs> than my round T3. No. I'd say. Actually, no, we'll cover that first. Yeah, so we can talk Six Flags So America. we went to Six Flags in America on two separate days. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a his, random Thursday. Yeah, his was way more spontaneous for yeah. than mine. Mine was a little more planned, but even then I ended up not even linking up with um, that respected homie. Because I had car issues. So, by the time I got there and tried to check everything out, only thing open was Wild One. Which, I guess, was, in, was a win. Because that's the rest ride in the park. <laughs> but, my trip was more... It was a Thursday, mm-hmm. and I remembered that it was, like, open the f- previous Thursday. Yeah, so they, trip? Had, they had, like, power hours or something. So, I just, like, I got home from work, and I was like, I'm gonna go to Six Flags. Yeah, your trip wasn't... An- actual trip and mine it, was... it was the first time i'd been since uh, 2016 aside from the time i went and redeemed my pass and left so <laughs> i got on everything and i hadn't been on since 2016 yeah besides the uh, the so, hyper in the park but right superman was closed but i got on batwing roar wild one joker's jinx and unfortunately rode firebird so now to give some credit it's been through a lot. Yeah. It's the first one. Yeah. It was a stand-up. It got relocated. And then it got turned off floorless. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just... I rode, I rode it once because I, I figured it couldn't be as bad as what everyone had said. But honestly, uh, Firebird, it was really horrible. Like, it, it wasn't fun at all. Firebird is my 110. Right? It's right above... Vortex at Carowinds, which is 111. <laughs> a- atrocious ride. That's why I- I- I'm uh, very 
keen on going to Georgia, uh, Georgia Scorcher because I hear that one is actually a very, very good stand-up. That or Riddler's, uh, is it Riddler's Revenge? And um, Six Flags, Magic Mountain? Yeah, they've got Green Lantern at Great Adventure, too. There's there's still stand-ups out there. Yeah. But, but really, I, I mean... Green Lantern has the yellow loop, right? Maybe? Yeah, great, because I remember not enjoying... I thought it was okay. For the time. It was years ago. Uh, but no, I honestly... The big takeaway from Six Flags America was that Wild One is amazing. Wild One... I don't even think... This shouldn't be a hot take, but Wild One is the best wooden coaster in the DMV area. Um, better than Invader, yeah. Better, better than... Better than Grizzly, yeah. Like, you can't... Racer 75 is not in the question. They don't duel the ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, Without a doubt, Wild One is the best Woody in the area. And honestly, Roar is potentially second best. Roar was actually pretty good. Okay, I haven't okay, rode well, Roar. So I, I just... I literally just rode Wild One and left. I think honestly. I'd put Grizzly over it still, but Roar is a, a close third because Invader is just a family coaster. Okay, so. have you rode Invader in the front, though? Yes. Okay. I have. Because, like, I personally think that ride is exponentially better in the front than it is in the back. It, Invader does hit a little bit, but I'd, I'd say Roar is better. Right, man. But really, no, Wild One I mean, was... Invader is underwhelming. Don't, don't get it wrong. But, like... I'm saying it's a family I don't concept. know if it's better than... I don't know if it's better than Roar. Because Roar is just... It's kind of boring, man. It's kind of boring. Or at least when I... Roar was hitting a little bit. <laughs> okay, you're getting night I'm, rides. I'm it's also, a little different. I'm also biased because I love PTC lap bars. Mm. And I, I don't really like... Yeah, they still have PTCs yeah. on there. I forgot. Because yeah. it, was, it was one of the first... Uh, yeah, it was one of the first yeah. GCIs. PTTs are one of my favorite restraints. Without a doubt. They're hit or miss because when I do get good, uh, get good room, they're one of my favorites. But when I'm stapled, one of my least favorites. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. I don't like... But I, I typically, I never get stapled. Yeah, you just... you Unless they are forcibly trying to troll RC... Like, he never gets room. stapled, bro. Like, I don't... Like, I, I said... Look, in the... You look over and it's like, oh, oh my, you know? <laughs> There's a whole, like, like, like inch or two of room, like, yeah. change. And I'm like, bro. Like, I, I'm going back to, like, the, the Cedar Point trips. Like, nine out of ten of my rides on Steve, I was stapled. Because they just, just... They do staple pretty hard at Steve. Like, but you even got room. Like, you I were getting, getting, I was getting, you were getting okay like room, twisted ish room at some points. They they staple pretty hard, and they they actually do it wild one as well because they don't let you pull it down. They just like force it onto you. But still, I mean, I just I was just about to say I couldn't I get the best like room. PTCs. Oh, I love them. I think they're good, even when I'm a little stapled. Until I get stapled, but yeah. they don't staple me. They just make it to where I don't have, you know. Room. I don't have room. I know I don't get all the lats. Air time. But I mean, I'm not shuffling in my seat. Wild one was fantastic. Yeah, uh, truly. Another. I just think people don't talk about wooden coasters. You know, I just think that's it. Cause uh, also, okay, I was thinking about this too. It's in Six Flags America. 
Yeah. Like, you go there, and then you ride Wild One and do everything else and experience the rest of the park, and then you don't think about Wild One anymore. I think a lot of people... Right, so they got the credit a while ago. They haven't ridden it recently because people don't go to Six Flags America that much, you know? Yeah. Which is a bit... I don't know. I, I remember first podcast, I literally said I didn't claim it as my home park when it's technically my home park, but... After getting those rides on Wild One, I'll say it's my home park. Because, honestly, it is my home park. But... You're going to claim it? Yeah. I'm, I'm hereby claiming Six Flags America as my home park. I mean, at least you can claim you have the best Woody in, in, the, in the, area. <laughs> the area. So, you know. Hey. And we Woody love us here. Phrasing. Uh... <laughs> uh... We love wooden coasters, man. Like they're, if they're when they're when they're good, I don't want them to be RMC. Like I just want to ride that wooden experience. And speaking of good wooden coasters, just got two brand new ones on this Texas trip. Yes. Yeah. We're, did you finish everything? Because I literally didn't have a trip at Six Flags. I I rode all one yeah. and left. I like mean, I, I, yeah, the rides so, were great, but that was it. Batwing <laughs> was fun. Joker's Jinx was forceful. You know, I, I mean, it's one of my I favorite a, uh, clones. I had a good time. I, I mean, everything was good. So, home park. I was surprised. I mean, man, like, I guess I'll touch up a little bit. Like, the environment was. I guess it was fine when I was there. It was. It was. Yeah, fine. It was. I guess I was expecting a little more, because because generally even. Even if you are a lower, um, my expectations part. were low, and that was that's kind of what was met. You know, I, I wasn't expecting much. I guess I guess I was expecting a little more crowds. I didn't and, go in with high expectations. Yeah, that's the main thing. I, I I guess I was I was so low, and even I was just like, damn. Even the locals know, like just to, to just do not come here. I'd rather drive another hour, go to Kings Dominion, another hour maybe. Go to Bush Garden in Williamsburg. <laughs> you know, honestly, my expectations <sighs> weren't very high, and, you know, it was... I had a good time, so, honestly, my expectations were kind of exceeded. I mean, you wrote Wild One ten times. Yeah. And ended it with that, right? Yeah. So. It like, got to be a bit, a bit much. No, it, like... It, it was hitting. No, I'm saying, Wild, Wild One actually hits, bro. Like, it's actually... The laterals on that helix at the end, I do not remember... Especially like, if you're sitting by yourself. And you sit on the right side. You just get, you know, folded over. It does. It has the legend effect in the legend helixes. So that's why I was impressed. So I would say a little tidbit if you're in the DMV area and you don't have the credit or you haven't rode Wild One in a while. Go ride it. Just ride. Go to Six Fox America just to ride Wild One. It's worth it. <laughs> just to ride Wild One. Like if you have, because you probably have a pass. You're probably you're traveling anyway, bro. Just show me your pass real quick. Ride wild one. Leave. I, uh, how close is the airport to Six Flags too? Reagan's probably like within thirty minutes. Yeah. So if you make a flight to Reagan, so you can leave too if you're not in the air. <laughs> Perfect. All, all my guys with you know free free flights, free yeah. standby flights, make a day trip to America. It's worth it. Go go ride wild one. Maybe Batwing once. Then you're good. Yeah. That's that was Six Flags America. 
Honestly, the the one funny thing that happened at Six Flags America was the one very old maintenance guy that was just working on Batwing. It was just one guy yeah. for you? Yeah, so I, I went to Batwing and I, I sat Excuse and I, I wanted to get a night ride and I waited there for like 45 minutes and just one of the like rows wouldn't go down. So all of them would go down, but then the one would just like stay, stand up. So the old guy would like go to the train and try to work on it and then go back to the booth and try to put them down. And I just waited there for 45 minutes, and he couldn't get it. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go ride Wildwood. But it was just, like, such, so funny. Like, the maintenance team was one guy. It was just a <laughs> meme. <clears throat> yeah, this is, yeah, it's like Planet Coaster or Roller Coaster Tycoon. Only one mechanic. It's cool. <laughs> Bruh. I was just, like, uh, I was just waiting it out. Like, like, all right. I'm assuming they're just, like, I'm going to assume they said, you know what, you got it, guy. They they, they sent the one mechanic because... <laughs> he might have been the only one there. I don't know. No, they, they they had to because what happened if... I mean, you know what? You might be right. What else was open there? They Besides probably, Joker's Jinx and, like, right. a few other flat rides. They probably had, like, that one old guy walk, like, the whole track of Wild One that same day to open like, it. <laughs> tickets getting into the park now are 25 30 bucks. Yeah. Like, online. In certain times, it's they're open this weekend. Tickets are twenty for veterans or whatever, or for like family of veterans. I guess closing thoughts on this this segment is I personally, I'm not too sure the fate of Six Flags like these smaller Six Flags parks, right? Because with the with their revenue recently and this year and just right how they've definitely fallen off after their COVID recovery, where they were looking really strong. Uh, Actually, being one of the stronger and uh, stronger corporations leaving the uh, pandemic, they have fallen down yet again. They are a roller coaster ride themselves when it comes to financials. We'll one see. Thing I will say about that though is something I saw today that Salim, their CEO, on the quarter three earnings call said he wanted to install record-breaking roller coasters, which so... is a U-turn from you know we have rides, we're gonna make experiences. but how are you gonna do that when you know you're taking out stuff closing stuff like you're doing with the reverse blast i mean you're you're, they're reversing the train it'll be back but you're not adding anything for people the food is still the same like this year that's why people aren't i guess it was it's different than what it was 10 years ago maybe even 20 years ago when like Corporations can blatantly just take advantage. People get hip to the stuff. They don't take that anymore. They like to take their money somewhere else. Yeah. Especially with, I think a lot of times, social media is a good part of it too. Like it's spread awareness. So even then, they'll just detour. Exactly. But they know people want new shiny things. Just like to look at and ride on because you're at a theme park. So that's why they seem to have pivoted in that way. I say do both because... I mean, a lot of parks do that anyway. Exactly. But, hey, we'll see how Six Flags will end up. Uh, we'll see if they'll even show their face at IAPA because they didn't even do a right. um, their general yearly thing because of their whole shift. So who knows what they'll shift in that way as well. That'll be really interesting to see. 100%. Done. Uh. All right, three J's in here. We've talked about the news. 
all the way from North America to Canada. And uh, Europe. Can't or, forget Europe. Excuse me, North, UK. Uh, North America from us to Canada, then over to Europe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now, the reason why we did it before is so we can really think of and remember his wonderful Texas trip with El the Stumble Buzz Bars. Two. Yes. And you actually got to ride uh, Wonder Woman, yes. Dr. Diabogles so, this time. four new credits, that's it. So we oh. did, I did Texas in July and like pretty much only hit the San Antonio area. So four new credits, Dr. Diabolicals. Yeah, Texas is huge. Cause Golden Lasso Coaster. You drove all... Yeah. You drove out of your way twice? Because Switch, because ZDT is yeah. out of the way. and Seguin, then and then Kema. Yeah. And that's so, a whole, yeah. Man. So the four credits, Texas. Switchback, Warbok Bullet, Golden Lasso Coaster, and Diabolicals. And um, so day one, yeah. we got up at, you know, 3 a.m. Oh, boy, 3 a.m. And went to the airport. <laughs> And we had to fly, and then by the time we got to San Antonio with our overlay, it was like 3 p.m. And then we drove five hours, because we stopped at Bucky's, to Boardwalk Bullet, mm. which is fantastic. Okay, you gotta delve into that. Cause... So, we got there, and some of the Buzz Bars members were there. Mm, I saw that. And it was like really overcast and windy. So we got we only got six rides. It didn't close for weather or anything, but we just ended up leaving to go back drive back to San Antonio. But with the thing I can take away from the six rides. So real we, quick, was there a pay for ride or was there like a pass? You there's a got? wristband. Yeah. Okay. So you could just buy the wristband. How much was the wristband? I think it was like thirty bucks or something like that. And were there was there for the whole boardwalk? For the whole boardwalk. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like thirty bucks, but. Boardwalk Bullet was amazing. Um, I need to look at the stats of this thing, man. Cause like, I'm pretty sure that's my my number one in Texas. Huh. I I can confidently yeah, that's my number one in Texas. Wow, that sounds am- oh my god, man! It's already a bucket list. Like dude, Gravity Group has taken so many of my bucket list, like top ten bucket list coasters, and you're just ugh. Yeah, the way you talk about these is amazing. Because he has all these gravity groups that that I haven't rode yet. (laughs) Obviously, I was. Oh man! And this is I want to shout out my guy Marshall, Six Flags Over Texas coaster engineer, awesome guy. He was saying, you know, you can't just ride it once. You got to get some laps on it. And by the sixth lap is when you know I was really realizing that this thing is amazing. I mean. You said Marshall was the name? Marshall, yeah. I, I agree with that with almost any ride. Yeah. Like, I think for me, because, like, you, it's like almost, you, and you can't do that with every ride all the time. You go on busy days. It could be super out of the way, you know. But if you can, get as many rides on that on a ride you really like as much as you well, can. Well, and one of the locals that was with us was saying that it was a slow day for Bullet. And I thought it was running really good. Dude. Like, obviously, I was a bit underwhelmed after the first ride. But our last, our sixth ride, it was it was pretty much a night ride. And it was raining. So... I mean, rain, it runs better, though. Yeah, it was awesome. It, it ran the best it did on that sixth ride. But it it brings the airtime, it brings the lats. Yeah, so general, like, average height for a Woody, 90 feet, uh, drop 92, 
average length. How do they fit all that on that piano? 3,200 oh feet gosh. of track? Um, so... Dude, that has to be a... Me- oh, my another, God. Another... It was John Mike. Can you even see where you're going? Because it has it was, to be just a message It track. was John Mike said that the entire ride, 3,200 feet of track, is fit into one acre of land. And he said it goes under itself, like... Goes, like, in and under itself, like, an obscene amount of times. I can't remember the exact number, but this wow. thing is, like, built just incredibly uh 3.5 g's on this too <laughs> yeah i, I mean that's that a woody is you know like man I, so... I i don't know there's something about like you know it has the airtime it has the lateral forces but when it also has that you know jank where you get like the weird like that's what i'm saying stuff, i love that about wooden coasters and i i noticed some of those on bullet you know, it's like I, I notice some on things like Voyage and stuff. The imperfections. Yeah, and that's what that's what really makes me love wooden coasters. Yeah, is the just the uniqueness of them. Um, I think Bullets probably like my number thirteen overall. Wow, like I have like wait, so where's where's we're a Thunderbolt fan club here? If you didn't know, where's Thunderbolt? <laughs> I think Thunderbolt is like at fifteen. Now. Okay, <laughs> okay, because it, it did go over Thunderbolt. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's fun. Yeah, it 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 does much. It does more than Thunderbolt. It makes sense. It I'm, makes pre- sense. I'm pretty sure I I might have more wooden coasters in my top twenty than steel now. You guys are gonna have to hear the end of the year rankings <laughs> episode because yeah, it's definitely tuned. gonna be spicy. It's hot takes. definitely gonna. You, you might have heard from Coaster Talk already. Oh, I'm known the, for the, my hot the takes. The slander. All right. Well, some of it's slander. All yeah. right. The Sky Rush opinion was bad. <laughs> it since, was slightly since troll. Since changed. Since changed. But yeah. But yeah, like we have. I would say, considering that we have a lot of woodies up there, it's pretty. It's pretty hot for some people. Some. Some people just can't handle, you know, the forces on wooden coasters. I'm just hoping I, like, condition my body forever with it that I'll just never, like, I hope be so like, too. oh, I'm too old for a woody. I you hope know? so, too. I'm just like, I'm always just, like, calloused. Like, I have a wooden coaster callous shell just yeah. built <laughs> from all the PT she restraints on my knees, from all my shins. Uh Ooh, that's a good one. Favorite wooden coaster restraint? It's gotta be Pete. Oh, no, Buzz Bars. Yeah. It's I was buzz like, Buzz Bars. bars. Yeah, but. I mean, but like, it's, what's second? Is though? that even a restraint, though? Right. Like, is that even Dude, a restraint? You gotta get on Phoenix. It's to. gonna happen next year because it's just, yeah. just up the highway. Like, I might try to hit another park that's close, maybe Hershey. I'll have to back. go with you, man. I mean, that would make sense then, because Wildcat Revenge. Well, I mean, and and our one of my biggest bucket lists that I still don't have is Ravine Flyer. Oh yeah, Waldemir. Yeah. yeah, Pennsylvania. That's in Pennsylvania too, right? Or is yep. that like? Yep, uh, Erie, Erie, Pennsylvania. Well, then Pennsylvania. Why does no one talk about it when it comes to roller coasters? I feel like Ravine Flyer. I think it's like fairly rated, maybe. No, I hear people say it's li- literally mini voyage. 
Bob from Coaster Talk, that's like his... It, I, I remember it being like in his top five or something. Which And I and me and him used to not have similar opinions until I started really liking wooden coasters. And now we have like more similar opinions. Woodies so, are gems. Yeah. Like, a good Woody is a gem. Like, I can understand, you know, Hurler, Carowinds used to be Kings Dominion. Like, those are not good Woodies. You know, Mean Shriek was not a good Woody. But... I'm totally forgetting. So I want to I wanna jump back to Texas. And the one day that I'm going to skip for now is, like, official day one mm-hmm. of the Stumble. I'm going to skip Fiesta, Texas, because that's a lot to talk about. Yeah, skip Fiesta. So I'm going to talk about the second day. And speaking of another good Woody... We started. Oh, okay, okay. We started that day at SeaWorld San Antonio with so Texas. You're gonna backtrack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we went to SeaWorld, I guess, Sunday morning. So you guys did SeaWorld half day, I'm assuming. Yeah. Because like, because we did SeaWorld and then we left and did ZDT. Okay. I gotta know. Does everyone actually like Steel Eel there? Because from from everything that I heard, yes. That's that's so funny. Like the. I remember thinking it was okay, like, I'm for a, a while. I'm a fan of Steel Eel. Uh, and then I, I remember like, her opinions, it's boring. And I was like, I think the airtime's kind of jank and funny. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't find it boring. I don't... I think it's a great ride. I just think... I like the jank, You know, man. SeaWorld San Antonio is just not a full-day park. That's just... They the need standouts, thing. you know? Like I it, think it's it's fine for what it is. It's just... You can't have too high of expectations. You have... Especially when they're getting rid of yeah. their... You know, lessening their shows, focusing more on rides. You have a good mini hyper, you have a great Woody, and you have a screaming swing. That's about it. I mean, then you have the Batman clone, but... I heard Great White Shark is not one of the best uh, yeah. Batman clones. I mean... Actually... I don't know. I've heard a weird opinion about him once. I think someone said it's one of the best, but... Definitely minority. Batman clones are just Batman clones to me because I don't even find it to be like one of the best invert models. You see, the main thing. but the thing is, you're you're not too big on inverts in general, though, right? Why well, I, I am just they don't rank super high for me. Mm. So yeah, inverts generally are my favorite B and M model. This tangent has gone ridiculous. All right, so yeah, you're on Switchback ZDZ. Yeah. So I, yeah. So what is ZDT's exactly? Okay. ZDT's so well, amusement park. ZDT is the last thing we did on the trip, and it's like forty-five minutes to an hour out from San Antonio, and this is just you know some small amusement park. But Switchback is a Gravity Group shuttle coaster boomer. It's like it's like a boomerang. Hmm. So, I mean, and it's Gravity Group. So I mean, you've got the airtime. You've got the forces like it was just really switchback was another amazing woody Mm. like i was like super fulfilled because we rode three amazing woodies because texas stingray at sea road san antonio too so did did that improve for you at all did it stay the same texas Texas stingray went up okay i was actually i i enjoyed my rides a ton i mean it's warmed up for the whole season now yeah I mean, it was running super smooth, and it had it was super forceful. Well, not forceful, but it had a bunch of airtime. So, I had a great time riding Stingray with everyone from Buzz Bars. Sure. It was super fun. Uh, 
but I guess Switchback, yeah, it's a Switchback was, and that that's where I wanted to go with Switchback is I want to see more of those Gravity Group shuttle coasters. I mean, that thing is awesome. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's relentless. How tall even is it? It's, it's like not it's, even fifty yeah. feet. Maybe. But that thing was relentless. It's just Gravity Group is like a different breed. Out of stock, I can buy a Switchback. So yeah, Segway in Texas, man. 2015. 64 feet. <laughs> it's nothing. 11. So you do go 1,100 feet of track. 1,200 feet if you round up. And then you do it all over again. Yeah. Man, so ZDT hasn't added anything really ever since that, huh? They don't have any other credits, no. They, I mean, they have, like, go-karts, some flats, but no. No other credits. But ZDT's was awesome. I mean, if you're in San Antonio, it's not too far for you to go go ride. Mm. So It was a drive. It's fine, honestly. I mean, Texas is just flat and straight. Yeah. So, like, all the drives were fine. Me and uh, Daniel... DP coaster picks were just vibing, you know, just driving around. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure it was a much better drive than the four hour to heat. So four, you drive you, excuse me, you guys went all the way four hours to Kima Boardwalk. Yeah, just for six rides and on four hours back. and then four hours back in the same day, and that was after we had like nah, I would have got ten or like fifteen rides, bro. There's no way. It was after like twelve hours of doing airports and stuff no actually not it was it was crazy that was a crazy day and then we partied up with buzz bars yeah so uh, i guess we can uh do a little reverse back on over to six flags yes Texas. so that is that is the main you know that that's the main event that's the granddaddy i mean so basically, we we're just we get we all get to Six Flags Fiesta Texas and meet at the front gate, and this is after you know last night and that we had gotten back from Kema and stuff, and we we're just mobbing, you know. <laughs> we go and we go and we take over Batman the Ride, the SNS free spin, and uh, I think we filled like both sides of like four trains or something like that. But you guys, what did you think of that? Timbili's better. I had, that's the same so, same opinion as back in funny. when I wrote it in July. Uh, so like, do you get more spins on it? No, I get more spins on Timbili. That's actually, so weird. That's I don't. So I don't know. I I like the smaller models. I want to go ride Dragon Slayer. But then we go and we take we. I think we took over, uh, Streamliner Express, the Kitty Coaster. Oh God. And then we finally got Wonder Woman because it was closed at first. Whenever we first got there. And so whenever, like, we left Wonder Woman, Jeffrey Siebert messaged Marcus and offered us a tour of Iron Rattler's first drop. Oh, man. So, like, we all were, like, super excited and stuff. And then so we just kind of kept mobbing around the park. And this is why, you know, join the Buzz Bars. <laughs> yeah. They give some the, of the... stumbles are awesome. Best experiences... Not only just park stuff you have, you won't be able to do on a normal day, but the folks, the community, man, like the homies at the Buzz Bars are great. 
Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so we kept mobbing around the park. Uh, we rode Superman. I think we took over some other stuff too. And we met up with park president of Fiesta, Texas, Jeffrey Siebert. Also, before we actually, before we did that, we did Dr. Diabolical, okay. which is awesome. I love everything about Dr. Diabolical. You know, it has the theming. It has, you know, like it has a, a whole storyline to it. Yeah. How does the theming start? Like, does it go all the way from the beginning of the queue? And you got to get to like the building, the first okay. building. Yeah. And then it starts going. Yeah. yeah. But then like, they also have my favorite lockers, the Velocicoaster lockers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So Parks are just doing that for all rides. And I honestly, I'll touch on this more, but I think that came from Jeffrey Siebert. No, I mean, I almost want to say 99% sure it did because yeah. Jeffrey is just that guy. Yeah. Like, he he knows. He's the perfect person, in my opinion, to be a park president. Yes. Like, He's a fellow enthusiast. I didn't even I didn't even know he was enthusy, you know. Yeah. Until like, see, <laughs> so that's really cool to hear, you know, that someone that cares is in the position to really give love to a theme park, and it, and it shows. Yeah. Because my main thing, and I had a fantastic time at Six Flags Fiesta Texas. When I went in July. Wonder Woman was closed, Iron Rattler was on one train, Dr. Bi- Diabacles hadn't opened yet, and I was thinking to myself, I, I really enjoyed myself in July, but I want to see this park firing on all cylinders. And that's the experience that I feel like I got and more. on this trip. <laughs> and more, which I'll touch on. Yeah, But it was just such a fantastic time. And definitely, you know, I think this might, it might be a top five park for me. Wow. Fiesta, Texas. Might be a top five park for me. So everything all together, though. The rides. Yeah. Top five yeah. park. And, well, and so along with a first drop tour of Iron Rattler, Jeffrey Siebert actually took us up on, on top of the quarry mm-hmm. wall and walked us from Roadrunner Express all the way down to past Krypton Coaster and next to Wonder Woman. Photographers all there were going off. You gotta... <laughs> Daniel was probably having a few. Oh, he was. He was. <laughs> he was. It was great. Probably... I can see his cheese right now. I can see I his it. cheese right yeah. now, man. <laughs> he was having a great time. Yeah. Oh, man. He was getting awesome shots. But, yeah. I, I mean, it was truly just one of... just the craziest things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, the only thing close I had somewhere to that, oh, another siren coming, was uh, getting a backstage tour of Verbolton with the Coaster yeah. Crew for Virginia's for Lovers last year, uh, where they really went in depth and talked with us with, like, you know, what's going on with <clears throat> how the ride works, uh, you know, really going in depth with Zero and how they work with them and finding out what me and Gavin uh, joke about the uh, <laughs> the... German secrets, uh, the German secret roller coaster society, because they can, because <laughs> apparently Zero can like remote control the ride from Germany and fix the ride in certain oh, circumstances. Yeah, it, it was it was wild. Like that was one of the coolest tours. I wish I could have recorded more, but a lot of what was said was inside of the. You couldn't hear anything, but yeah, um, the 
The Jeffrey Seaver thing's out of much cooler, bro, because you actually are able to talk to the park president. Yes. While getting toured by him. Like, that's like Willy Wonka almost. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> he was extremely personable. I mean, it was it was such a great experience. Um, and on top of the tour that he gave us, he gave each and every one of us VIP wristbands for the rest of the day. Oh, nah. And it, it, I just, Join buzz bars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we were just able to skip lines for the rest of the day. And I mean, he... I, I, it was just... It was something about the way he said it. He He was like... Thank you for taking the time out of, like, our day at the park to join him on this, you know, incredible once-in-a-lifetime experience, like, experience tour of, like, the quarry wall. But thank you for spending your time doing that and here are these wristbands. Like, that's just, like, uncanny. Like, it's just, like, it was just so crazy yeah, you for know, the park president to do that for us. Good people like him, we, 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 we need more of them in this world right now. We need more. We need more Jeffrey Seaworts. Is all. Yeah. I'm happy that he was able to provide the way that he was too, <clears throat> and just enhance your guys' day. Because regardless, it sounded like you guys were gonna have a great day just being at the buzz yeah. bars, riding coasters, Fiesta Texas. But on top of all of that, man. No. So, did you ever get to talk to him? Yes. Uh, yes. So I did get to talk to him, and uh, I. Obviously, I never would have expected that I'd be talking to Jeffrey Siebert that day, so I didn't, you know, have any questions for him in particular. But I brought up how much I would, how much I appreciated everything that went into Doctor Diabolical, and you know how much of a great addition I thought it was. And uh, he was, he was basically saying that you know that's his baby, you know he really put a lot like he like that's you know his project, and I can definitely see that. And like all the little touches and just how awesome and unique that, ex you know, I would, it's a whole experience. I feel like, but seeing this, it opens your eyes for other Six Flags parks, in my opinion. Because yeah. like, sure, there's budget, right? You're only giving so much and you're, and they are one of the most, more visited Six Flags parks. Right. But, I mean, what's stopping Magic Mountain for? I mean, I guess West Coast Racers, right? That's themed pretty well. Right. I think that, that, you know, I think that it has... It's not been great adventure, you know. It, it's Jeffrey Siebert. It's a not, that's exact... That, that's what it is. This is what I'm saying. It's... You know, the I can see that that's his project, you know, and, and it really is an amazing addition to that part. Okay, but... You know, I, I think it goes as far as to... Maybe because he's a fellow enthusiast, like that's the reason that we have those good Velocicoaster lockers at Doctor Diabolicals because like he knows. But I also was thinking like, what other park president besides really putting their effort for Six Flags or even Cedarfield, let's say, is really putting their foot like to the point where they're actively trying to add new trains, like on I uh, Iron Rattler. Oh, and that's something else he was telling us is he was They're talking about the trains and stuff. They're actively fully in the creative process for a new roller coaster, and almost every step and every aspect, like he was. Right. Like I said before the cast, when we were talking about this briefly, it's close to John Warley level of dedication. Right. Like on Alton Towers. So, 
I I wish nothing but best of luck for you, Jeffrey Siebert. I you are I or excuse me, you've earned a fan. <laughs> as, if, as if I already wasn't a fan from seeing everything this whole year and what you've done. Like, just I am excited to go there next year. That's all I'm saying. And hopefully see the man for myself and have a a little conversation with them and thank him in person. Truly, yeah. Uh, but I mean, that was just truly such an incredible experience, and I'm so grateful for having that opportunity this past weekend. Yeah. And the other thing, the rides. Yep. I mean, so getting back on Iron Rattler and then getting on Wonder Woman for the first time, and I, I already touched on Dr. Diabolicals, but... But um, first, where would you place Dr. Diabolicals in a dive ranking? We're not too big on him. I'm not, But what's you your know, favorite, you would say? I'm not a big fan of the dive machines, but I would say it's better than Val Raven. Oh, but, that's not um, too hard to beat. <laughs> but not as good as, you know, Sheikah and Griffin. So, I've actually heard that Emperor is one of the best. Yeah, but, I've but, heard. Uh, at, at any rate, the, the reason that it's better, in my opinion, than Val Raven is just because of the touches to detail and the... It has a good layout, too, but um, just, like, the whole experience and storyline makes a difference for me. So, but Wonder Woman first rides. I think I got, like, four or five rides on it. Nice. And I got, you know, back row, front row, but the restraints are really bad mm. so honestly. you really noticed them on this because yeah, they're much so more aggressive i did jersey devil coaster this year and i really didn't like those restraints on wonder woman and it is a great ride but honestly it might be my number five in the state now so that i guess what so my I, what's but, your rankings of Texas? right so potential top five in texas it's boardwalk bullet iron rattler Switchback, Texas Stingray, Wonder Woman. Okay. I I really, you yeah. know, it's it's hit or miss. Th- those restraints were, the layout of Wonder Woman was great, and it really hits, but the restraints were really, really hard to deal with. And then my re-rides getting back on Iron Rattler were fantastic. Acorn. Yeah. I- Iron Rattler was, was running great. I would say that that's definitely my number two in the state behind Boardwalk Bullet. I don't know, last time you weren't, you weren't lukewarm on it, but you would say it's improved. I would, I would definitely say Iron Rattler improved as well. So Iron Rattler improved, as did Texas Stingray. 100%. Man, that really, I guess that pretty much covers everything for texas i guess any fun festivities that can be said on uh <laughs> on the cast regarding uh oh the the stumble yeah regarding the l stumble too well i am not uh i'm not a big beer drinker but they we had four kegs of different beers from false idol man and that's that's their go-to brewery and as someone who partakes i'm a little bit jealous and and honestly i was very impressed 
So, I mean, Mike, he treats he that like bruise. it's the second coming yeah. of Jesus. He, he brought the bruise. So, if it wasn't essentially at least good, then I would be like, we'd have a problem. <laughs> be like, it, yeah, yeah. It, it was a great time. And then me and Daniel, uh, Daniel showed me this local taco place, Los Balitos, which was amazing. Yep. So the local places, man. If I think we ate there like four times. <laughs> and then the other thing being Bucky's, we had to we had to yeah. make the drive out to Bucky's a couple times, and that's always a treat. So, Wait, so you went out of your way to go to Bucky's? Well, we stopped on the way to Kemba Boardwalk, and then we stopped on. The way back okay. from Kemba Boardwalk. So there's only so one. Is not in San Antonio. Nope. The closest is like a, an hour, I think. Wow. Which it's worth the drive for me, in my opinion. I love Bucky's. Bucky's or Sheets? That Bucky's, hundred yeah, okay. percent. But that that and then Sheets is my second favorite. So. Have you been to Tim Hortons yet? No. Apparently that is like, that's the one. But mostly you're like in Canada. There's a few up north. I think maybe Ohio and stuff. Bucket list. Like Tim Hortons, because they so. That's all I hear is like the one for like yeah. convenience store. Like, I don't know how we always get in the convenience stores. <laughs> Having last episode. Having this episode. I know why. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, because like, one last things real quick just out there. Why was overrated? It has so many options, but they're overrated. I I want to say that Wawa's fairly rated, but like the people have there's, to say there's they're too like many better people, than Sheets. Yeah, there's too many people that hype it up. I'm just like, ah, Sheets, man, Sheets. See, you get to stop at Sheets today. I do not. So, man, I'm you don't understand. I I should have took the picture. The cookout finally opened. And I am literally parking at my sheets, getting sheets, putting the stuff in my car, and then walking to the cookout because it's right next to it. I'm jealous. And then I'm getting my food. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm Cheddar jealous. style. <laughs> give, me, give me the fries and hush puppies. I'm jealous. Maybe a, maybe a shake because I didn't realize the orange push-up was an orange cream shake. Man. Ten bucks. Cookout is amazing. I've had it four times since it opened. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta hold myself, bro. Like it's. It's too good of value. It's just too good. Like. Uh... We've got a Canes opening up here soon. Though. Nah. So. Now you can be jealous. I think they might be opening up cookouts because um, there's one in Leesburg. In Leesburg and here up uh, in Virginia, so they might be trying to open some up in Maryland too. Yeah. So who knows? You might be blessed with a with a cookout. That'd be nice. Uh, I'd love to see one. Now, honestly, we're talking about fat. We're talking about food now because we don't have anything else to talk about. Coaster rides. We've talked about everything. So, uh, thank you guys for listening to this. Three joints in. But. Episode three, yeah. we're going to have potentially a special guest. Oh, man. That's going to be exciting because uh, I, I want to almost make like questions for him. Somewhat memey, but somewhat serious because it's someone that's 
also in the industry. So, you know. Yeah. But also, man, it's, I can't say it. It's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, think, I don't it. think we're going to spoil it. But I will say, it might be someone you may know. Hint, hint. That's the little hint you might guess. But, anyways, it's been West. And RC. We'll catch you guys in episode three. Thank y'all for listening. And peace out. Stay cool.